The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Here we are on Brothers on Law. I'm Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And uh, Larry, you know, do you remember when we were kids and our mom would uh, be putting us to bed and she would say something like, sleep tight and don't let the bed bugs bite. Yeah. You remember that? I do remember that. And and I always thought that was like an imaginary thing, this bed bugs. It was like the boogeyman or, you know, whatever. You know, it's like, don't let those bed bugs bite. It was just a, the Sandman, whatever, you know? Uh, I'd take down the sheets and I'd look around and go, I don't see any bugs, but it sounded kind of scary to me. Yeah, but I, I, I got to say... It wasn't until years and years later that I was exposed to the actual reality of a bed bug and the fact that they really do exist. It's not some imaginary thing. It's a, it's a problem. And now, apparently, there's like this epidemic infestation in certain parts of our, our lovely city here, bed bugs. Hotels, apartment buildings. And that leads us to our first guest. It's Brian Varag, and he's an attorney that specializes in bed bug law. What? Yeah, I'm serious. Bed bug, what, is there, the bed bugs have to abide by certain laws or something? What, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Well, the people that might allow bed bugs, bed ah. bugs to exist. Well, so, welcome to the show, yes, Brian. Brian. It's great to be here. Thank yeah, you. We're, we're happy to me. have you. So, so I want to know, wait, okay. I want to know this. What, what on know? earth motivated you to become a bed bug lawyer? Well, the truth is, uh, I think I needed to have my head examined uh, before <laughs> I got involved in bed bug litigation. But essentially what happened was I got a family who called me and they were exposed to bed bugs and I had no idea what it was. So what I did was I went to their home and I saw in their apartment that it was an unbelievable situation. Uh, they had to throw out all their property. The kids were sleeping on the floor because they had to throw out their beds and all their furniture. And I just couldn't believe it. But I didn't know anything about bed bugs. Well, what are wait, bed wait, bugs? I'm, wait, wait. Wait a minute. But I'm wait, wait. Let's, start, let's start from the, from the, from the word go I know, but go before here. you do that, before you do before that. Before I start I'm, from the word go, you yes. want to do something. I'm else. visualizing you walking into this room. Are, are you? Do you see, like, little critters moving around when you said that it was a, kind of a horrific scene? Well, the idea is that bed bugs, essentially what a bed bug is, it's a wingless insect that feeds primarily on human blood and they're nocturnal in nature which means they only come out at night so when you walk into a place it's very rare that you're actually going to see bed bugs running around and crawling around uh, unless it's at night because the idea is that they are uh, attracted to carbon uh, dioxide and body heat which is what humans emanate when they're sleeping so typically they'll feed sometime between midnight and 4 a.m. When you're dead asleep. When you're dead asleep. Wow. And most people who haven't been exposed to bed bugs, they'll wake up with bites on their body, marks on their body, and they won't know what it is. 
Sometimes they think it's fleas or sometimes they think it's something else. But unless you actually are aware of bed bugs, you're not going to know what's been biting you all night. What does it look like, the, the bite area? The bite area, typically a bed bug will bite in linear patterns because what they're doing is they're trying to find a capillary or a vein. So essentially what happens is you usually see like a series of three bites. They call it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, and at least they're getting three square meals a yeah, day. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what does a bed bug look like? A bed bug is basically it's a flat insect that full grown is about the size of an apple seed. Oh, so they're but not that small. That's pretty big. That's they're, creepy. They're actually really small, and the idea is that when they're when they first the eggs first hatch, they're transparent in nature, so you can't really see them until they f have their first blood meal. Once they have their first blood meal, then they go through a series of stages in order to go from what's called a nymph all the way up until a full-grown adult. Now to detect a bed bug let's say you're going to go into a hotel or you're going to rent an apartment whatever do you can you use one of those black light things or how do you figure out if there's infestation well actually what happens is if you're going into a hotel because one of the primary ways that people bring bed bugs back into their home is either through traveling or through furniture oftentimes used furniture that people pick up or they buy and they are not aware that there are actually bed bugs in the furniture or you're not aware that there are bed bugs when you go and travel to a hotel so some of the things that I recommend when you travel is first of all I never unpack my clothes number one <clears throat> number two I make sure that I keep my luggage in the bathtub of the hotel because you want to keep it as far away from the sleeping area as possible. This way you're reducing the risk of maybe bringing them back to your home. But you got to just make sure you take your luggage out of there when you're going to take a bath or a shower, <laughs> right? You don't want a lot of wet clothes either. But would this apply, this this methodology you use, would that apply to like a Four Seasons or, you know, a high-end hotel that you would hardly expect to have bed bugs? Well, the fact of the matter is bed bugs don't discriminate. They don't check TripAdvisor before they <laughs> attack you. So the idea is that you really want to make sure that when you check into a hotel, you take certain steps in order to try to reduce your risk. That's what I want to know about. That's what I want the listeners to hear. What do they do? One of the things that I do immediately, and my wife always tells me, did you check the bed? Did you check, uh, did you check around the bed? Because what happens is bed bugs conglomerate near sleeping areas because they want to be as close to the host as possible. So what ends up happening is that you'll find them in the seams of mattresses, behind baseboards, maybe in the uh, nightstand and things like that. So whenever we go to a hotel and whenever we travel, first thing that I do is obviously I check the mattresses, check the seams, check the box springs, I check behind the headboard. They also can end up in behind picture frames and things like that. Wow. So the idea very adaptable uh, but, devious but little Brian, critters, when you say right? check, you, you mean 
by your own eyesight or do you use like a special device to figure this out? Well, right now what, what I do is it's a visual inspection because obviously being involved in bed bug litigation and seeing how people suffer when they're exposed to bed bugs, I do a visual inspection of all areas because I know what to look for. So the fact is the eggs of the bed bug is almost the size of a little dot, like a pen dot. So it's very hard to determine whether or not you have an infestation. But some of the telltale signs are going to be black marks and staining, uh, blood spots. The black marks that you see are are basically the bed bug feces. Oh because when they feed, they need to obviously go, go number yeah, two. <laughs> they need to go number two is what they do. And so some of those, if you see signs and evidence of uh, black fecal stains and spotting that's that will alert you and at that point you either check out or you immediately go down to the hotel desk and ask for another room wow now let's let's talk about uh what are the effects of getting bed bug bites and and uh you know you talked about how people suffer what what have you seen in that regard uh i've seen some of the most horrific things you can imagine. Uh, oftentimes what happens is people who get bitten by bed bugs, they'll, 30% of people who get bitten don't show a visual uh, effect of them. So you won't see any bites in your body. So some people don't even know that they're being bitten. But the idea is that if you wake up in the morning and you've got bites all over your body, you kind of get an idea that you've been attacked by bed bugs. Now, Brian, are you scratching it first? And does it itch? I'm scratching at all times. <laughs> <laughs> tell Don't tell us where. But, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 I mean, is, is it is an itch? one scratching. I'm sorry yeah. to stop you yeah. in your role there, but Brian, I want to know if you're waking up and you're like you're itching all over, is that what part of the deal is? Tremendously. Um, okay. It's super itchy. It's people scratch their bites to the point of, that they bleed, which oftentimes it leaves scars. Um, and there are some people that just can't escape the infestation because they're stuck, right? And they're stuck in whatever apartment or dwelling that they, they've rented and maybe they have no other place to go. And is, is that something you see? I see it all the time. The idea is that uh, people who are in apartments, the landlord has a duty to make sure that it's a habitable premises. And oftentimes what happens is people will, will have a bed bug infestation and the landlord, rather than fix the problem, they'll just blame the tenants. Say, hey, you brought them in. Hey, you did this. Hey, you did that. But the fact of the matter is, as far as the law is concerned, it really doesn't matter who brought the bed bugs in because the landlord has an obligation to make sure to provide a habitable bug-free premises, just I, like a hotel. Brian was talking about the effects, and I kind of interrupted him yes, about you itching. Did. But, but what else? Can you elaborate on that? Go tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. As far as the effects of being exposed to bed bugs, essentially it's a uh, physical effect, it's an emotional effect, and it's a financial effect. So you have essentially three things that are going to happen to you when you're exposed to bed bugs. As far as the physical effects, oftentimes it's uh, bites, rashes, 
Some people have allergic reactions, so they end up at the hospital or they end up at the emergency room. And what's even worse is the emotional effect because when you're exposed to bed bugs, just thinking of the thought of sleeping at night, yeah. being woken up by what I call blood-sucking vampire oh, insects. my God. It's traumatizing. That is. And kids who get bitten, they go to school, they're bullied. Um, when they don't look the same as every other kid, when they have to go to PE and they've got marks all over their body, it's... It's very bad. Um, that have you seen it on just the face too? All over. Usually, usually what happens is bed bugs will bite in exposed areas of the body. So you'll get them on your extremities, hands, face, uh, and, feet. And they do they like a, I, I want to say a tick emanates a some kind of chemical or a mosquito that that makes it so you can't feel the bite. Did the bed bugs do that kind of thing? Essentially what happens is when a bed bug bites you, it has what's called a stylet, which is like their beak. And they pierce their victim and they inject the victim with an anticoagulant so the blood doesn't clot and also an anesthetic so you don't feel the bite. So what happens is you wake up in the morning, you don't know what had happened to you, but you see the physical effects of the bed bug bite. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. What's the worst case that you've seen in your practice? Because my office focuses exclusively on bed bug litigation, I've seen some of the worst things that you could ever imagine. I've had situations where bed bugs will literally crawl in people's ears oh. and lay eggs. Oh my okay. gosh. All right. I, I, I don't know if okay. that's bad enough, Bob. <laughs> you know. That sounds pretty bad. Rob, but now keep sleep going. tight tonight, Rob. Sleep tight tonight. Don't let those I'm bed gonna, bugs bite. Yeah. I'm looking under my baseboards, my pictures, my, my bed frames. Right. I'm putting all my clothes in the bathtub. Of course you are. <laughs> sleep in the bathtub, why don't you? Some no the, more beds. I, yeah, exactly. Well, some of the other things that I've seen is um, I represent babies who have been bitten by bed bugs, um, senior citizens. I've had cases where actually visually impaired people, like blind people, will be attacked by bed bugs, and obviously because of their uh, visual impairment, they can't see them. So they'll go in the shower, and their caregiver will shower them, and bed bugs will be falling off oh. of their body. Oh, wasn't it's there absolutely disgusting. And so, so has there I've, been something that has happened in recent years that is in uh, cause some kind of increase in the population or the infestations of bed bugs? Well, essentially what happened was during the 1940s through 1970s, they used to deal with bed bugs with DDT. And that was a chemical that was 
very effective in killing the bed bugs, but it wasn't Toxic. safe for humans. Right. So or birds. Exactly. It was killing the brown pelicans and that sort of thing. And so essentially what happened was with the advent of a lot of travel, uh, people from all over the world would be traveling and they would essentially bring the bed bugs with them. What happened was around <clears throat> the late 90s or 2000, there was a lot of travel in New York. <clears throat> and they thought that New York was a focal point for where the bed bugs started to infiltrate America. They didn't come <clears throat> through Ellis Island, did they? So those bed bugs. Right. Well, yeah, they did come. Is that to an the immigration thing or yeah. something? Yes, yeah. we need a wall for bed bugs. <laughs> that Stop. won't help you. Yeah. Unfortunately, that won't help. Um, so essentially, the experts believe that New York was a focal point because of all the international travel that you had, and then as people traveled throughout the country, the epidemic started to grow. Um, you, There are bed bugs in every city, in every state, in every country on planet Earth. It so is when, epidemic proportion. So when and the hotel, wait, but when the hotel will, let's say somebody stays there and then the next, they do they wash their sheets in such a way, like in hot water, that's going to get rid of them or that's not really the, the cure-all? Well, the idea is that one of the ways to kill bed bugs is obviously you want to wash your sheets and clothing and hot water and you want to dry it on the highest heat but more important than that is that you really want to try to detect low level infestations before they start growing because bed bugs have a tremendous reproductive capacity uh, the female bed bug can lay between one and five eggs a day oh. and so a it's like a rabbit worse than a rabbit way a worse a lot worse so essentially what they say is that if you have uh, a bed bug infestation that goes unchecked or untreated, a couple of female bed bugs will turn into thousands and thousands within six months. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. You've had cases where there's been the whole apartment building has been infested? Absolutely. I've had cases where the entire complex is infested. And bed bugs, what they do is they try to find their host. So what they do is they end up, they are able to travel because they're so small. So they'll travel between apartment units. They will find their way through electrical outlets in baseboards and... Uh, and because they're essentially hitchhiker bugs, what happens is if it's not properly treated, then you have people bringing bed bugs into the hallways or the lobby or the elevator and other people will bring those into their apartment. And then obviously unchecked, they're gonna continue to repopulate. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so is there anything that can be done to eradicate bed bugs other than washing the sheets and, and that sort of thing? Well, the idea is that there's several ways to get rid of bed bugs. One of the first ways is you tent the place, just like you would in a termite situation. But that's very costly, and if you're in a apartment complex situation, it's really not realistic. Uh, the other way that you get rid of bed bugs is through heat treatment 
where they bring in industrial heaters and they heat the entire unit up to about 130 degrees, which kills the bed bugs and the eggs. It's going to melt your plastic items too, though, right? Well, well that's the whole the, idea. The people aren't in there uh, at the time, I I'm take not, it. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about well, if they have like plastic. Oh, I've seen melted stereo systems. That's what I'm talking about. Melted all kinds of <laughs> Better things. Better get your album collection out of there before <laughs> you... Uh, yeah. Better get all your stuff out of yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then the third way is through chemical treatment. That's traditional chemical treatment where they come in and the pest control operator will do some spraying. But the spraying is not as, as effective because it doesn't kill the eggs. So what happens is the spray will kill the live bed bugs, but the eggs hatch within seven to 10 days. So it usually requires multiple treatments for the pest control guy to come back or girl, come back and, uh, and retreat. I take it there are, are there any, well, I take it there are no like um, holistic approaches to get, you know, prevent. Well, or, 130 degrees. No, well, okay, I got that, but like some kind of like lavender supposedly for moss and things like that. Well, you can pray. Cedar. You but can pray. You can pray, <laughs> well, but I don't know if that's going to help you too much. Yeah. Uh, I've seen all kinds of holistic type of treatment, but it really doesn't work. I, I've had people put, uh, you know, oils on the bed posts and things like that, but you really need a professional pest control operator to deal with it. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you were talking about this blind fellow who had the bed bugs falling off of him. And so is there uh, a possibility that people not furniture, not some used furniture, some crappy bed that someone found on a sidewalk or whatever, but an actual, just a, a friend or a person, a guest could have bed bugs on them and, and you know, uh, spread the, an infestation that way. Well, the idea is not just used furniture. I've had new furniture also that have had issues with bed bugs because what happens is during the delivery process, you have cross-contamination. So furniture companies that are picking up old mattresses and delivering new mattresses uh, are not immune from that idea. Bed bugs are primarily a hitchhiking bug, but you're not gonna find like tons of bed bugs on a person. You may have one or two, and sometimes they're in your pant cuff mm. or something like that, but you're not really gonna find like, people will notice if they have a conglomeration of bed bugs on them, uh, when they go home. But essentially what happens is you get a, the harborages, which is where they conglomerate, are usually found in furniture and other situations because they hide in cracks and crevices. So it's not like you're going to bring like a grip of bed bugs into your home without knowing. I see, and what about pets though? They don't really feed on animals. Uh, primarily they feed on human blood, which is really the primary food source for the bed bugs. Isn't that strange how evolution has adapted these bugs to be that specific? They live in our furniture and they go for our blood only. Yeah, I would have thought for and sure they would have like gone for like a pet and sleeping yeah. in, in his pet yeah. bed. But or they, pet just, bed. they just like people. Yeah. They're, they're people bugs. So it's time now for Did You Know? Have you ever gotten a, that fresh 
fruit with the chili and the lime from these carts on the side of the road or one of those really good hot dogs on the sidewalk. Well, uh, there's a new law about sidewalk vendors. So now it's time for Did You Know? And did you know that sidewalk vending is legal in L.A. now and you can't be criminally prosecuted for vending on the sidewalk, although you do need a permit. And it looks like we're the first to uh, permit sidewalk vending and uh, regulate it in this fashion without criminal penalties. So good for us. So I want to talk about some traveling tips and, and Brian touched on a little bit. So if you're going to travel to another area, you, you want to check out your local laws. Let's say you're going to go out of the country because there may be laws that are different uh, than our laws. I know like in Mexico, I don't think the pet pedestrian has the right of way like we do here. So you got to watch out where you're going when you're crossing the street. So not only do you have to look for bed bugs, but you got to watch out for the crazy drivers. Yeah. If you go down there. And, and it's a good idea to get travel insurance. Um, w- and I want to ask Brian, do you have any other input about travel tips um, that you can elaborate on that we haven't talked about? Well, what I suggest as people who are going to be traveling, uh, you want to do some Googling and find out whether or not there have been prior infestations. That's one of the things because uh, that will kind of give you an idea as to whether or not the hotel has ongoing problems. Um, the other That's thing so that important. I would, yeah. So is there a website that someone can go to that, that shows you what hotels may or may not have had some kind of infestation? There are several websites, but essentially if you just go on TripAdvisor or Yelp and type in the hotel that you're going to stay at and bed bugs, you'll typically find some idea uh, as to whether or not they've had some Because people will be uh, on Yelp or whatever, TripAdvisor saying, I stayed at this hotel, I got infested. Wow. If someone has had some bad experience with with a bed bug infestation or uh, bites and and whatnot, how can they contact you? If you go to mybedbuglawyer.com, we have a contact form that you're able to email us about the problem. And if you need to call, uh, our phone number is 818 907 5333. We have a complete intake department, and my team is absolutely amazing. I love them all. They're like family, and they take such good care of our people because essentially what happens is when people call in, I call it emotional vomit is what happens because people are so traumatized by the situation that they just want to tell somebody about it. And because there aren't a lot of people who help folks who've been exposed to bed bugs, they're just happy that someone is going to fight for them. I have a tagline that basically is when the bed bugs start biting, we start fighting. Nice. I like it. Wow, Brian, well, this was when we get a call, really, really informative. When we get a call about bed bugs, Larry. We're going to talk to We're going to bring in Brian. Brian. We're going to bring him on. Brian's in. our guy. Now it's time to check the Mandel message box. Well, okay, this is the Mandel message box, and it kind of follows what you were just talking about in a different way, Robin. That's uh, Mike from Studio City is asking, after eating at a sushi place at his house, uh, he got really bad food poisoning. 
Oh, it was a place near his house. And I had to go to the ER and it was sick for about a week. I know it was a sushi, he says, because it got me sick. And But how can I prove uh, that it was from the sushi and get the restaurant to pay for the ER visit? Timing. Yeah. Well, That's what I would say. I would say also if there's been other complaints and, and the uh, health department has found other violations, prior violations, in cases I've handled, that establishes it. And if the doctor runs some tests at the ER, and you might want to ask for some tests to be run, they might be able to pinpoint food poisoning. That's right. That's right. And or maybe they had bed bugs in that food, in that sushi, and you know, what the heck, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah. In any event... Uh, Unless they were uh, eating and tell them not to eat in bed. Right, right well, Rob? I know that, you know, this discussion about bed bugs might, might have gotten under the skin of some of our listeners, but uh, it's a lot better to be informed on this stuff. So a big thank you to Brian Virig for uh, coming out, and we thank you all for uh, tuning in. You've been a great guest. And just remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.